0: Welcome to Relationships Under Construction, a program designed to help teach youth the blueprint for strong future families, sponsored by Friends of Relationships Under Construction. To learn more about the topic discussed today, log on to relationshipsunderconstruction.com. Now, here's your host, Katherine Wood.
1: Have you as a parent or guardian or even as a grandparent ever wondered, why is my teen or why are other teens so stressed? Or have you wondered will my teen be safe from predators? and and unhealthy relationships. Maybe you've wondered, can my teen get addicted to drugs and alcohol without me even suspecting? Or at times, I'm sure you've wondered, can my child or teen be a victim of bullying that could lead to mental health issues? Maybe you've wondered, will my young adult child ever want to get married and have a family? Well, 21st century parents have so much to deal with as they raise their children. Relationships under construction addresses character development communication skills, goal-setting, decision-making, healthy versus unhealthy relationships, and dating violence, all while exploring the poverty buster of successful life sequencing, which includes obtaining education, a job or career, marriage, and then a family. These topics are only a sampling of the classes presented in public schools around Ohio to middle and high school students by Relationships Under Construction and members of the Ohio Adolescent Health Centers, which served over 170,000 students during the 2016 to 2018 school years. Well, we hope you're inviting your young people ages 13 and up to join us. Please send questions through our website at relationshipsunderconstruction.com under the contact section, and you can listen to past programs there by scrolling to the bottom of the homepage, and you can find past programs on the word under local programming. Well, today we have Star Hoyt joining us again in the studio and Star, you have some student comments of just students that have had our program.
2: Yes, I have a ninth grade male um, in Jackson County who says, I think the presentation was eye opening and influential. Knowing all the facts help us helps us to make informed decisions. It, I was well informed And it touched base with all necessary areas within the topic. And then there was a another ninth grade male who says, I think the presentation was great. I learned more about abstinence and how to bond well with my partner without sex. I like learning how abstinence can
1: influence a relationship. Yay. Yes. (laughs) I love comments like that. And, you know, really. Ninety nine point nine percent of our comments from students are just like that. Yes, they are. They are just amazing comments. And every once in a while we'll get we'll get one or two that, you know, disagree with what we're teaching. But that's really pretty good for what's going on in our culture. Yes, it is. Uh, So uh, I'm really excited. I really think there's a lot of potential in the young people today they have so much going for them yes they do um and you know we we are concerned about them we're always concerned about our young people aren't we yes at every generation yes um this one is particularly different because we have so much more information available all the time Mm -hmm. and their smartphones that most of them have are really taking a toll on their their um, lives so That's one of the things we want to talk about today as we continue discussing our uh, stressed out five research-based methods to help teens beat stress and anxiety by Dr. Tim Elmore. So fitting for today and what our students are going through right now. Uh, So we've been talking about this uh, for several programs, so I would so encourage you to go back and listen to those programs because uh, it's really important information for today. Um, And we are in the middle of talking about how to combat anxiety and depression. We talked about putting margin in our calendars so we have some time to think. And uh, if your kids say they're bored, it's a good thing because that means they, they will start to be creative at that point and then also what was the last one started that we mindfulness mindfulness and yes. what do we say about mindfulness we we
2: talked about you know mindfulness
1: being being present
2: mm-hmm. and aware and um, focusing more on one task at a time monotasking versus multitasking mm-hmm. which you know we all tend to get caught up in the busyness of life but that's really not the way our brains are wired and so when we do that as adults we're teaching our young people to um, do this, the same right. exact thing, which means their brains just can't take it. They can't take it. And so it.
1: they have That's that right. anxiety. Yep. And so more anxiety and depression, higher levels of suicide right now uh, because of that. And just, you know, our kids are really crying out and saying, look, we, we, we really can't take the level yes. that we're at. So uh, to find out how to really help them, Uh, we need to really go back to the basics and look at things. So today we're talking about um, just that, and really uh, one of the terms that's uh, uh, really been popular the last few years is metacognition, and it's thinking about our thinking. How do we think? Uh, So when kids practice metacognition, it means they reflect on how they learn something new and take ownership of it rather than assuming the role of the consumer. And we said last time, that's exactly what the smartphone does. Yes. They are just consuming information, Mm -hmm. consuming, consuming, consuming. Yes. And it's not helping them. Uh, So there's a time when you have to think, what am I going to do with all this information? Right. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's what we hope to really talk about. Uh, So, Sarah, do you want to just talk a little bit about the connection between empowerment and anxiety? Sure. So we discussed
2: a little bit um, on the last segment about um, how our young people um, are empowered when um, basically when they're not told um, things And we're going to talk about that here in a little bit about prescribing things for them Mm -hmm. instead of allowing them to um, make decisions and um, make some choices. And that empowers them and and gives them a sense of control. Mm -hmm. And that reduces um, anxiety. Um, which is is very very critical. So people, you know, who believe that they're in charge of their own fate are less likely to become anxious or depressed than those who believe that they are
1: victims of circumstances beyond their control. Well, you hit the nail on the head, didn't yes. you? Yes, because <laughs> we have got to believe that we are able to rise above. Yes, to overcome, mm-hmm. and no matter what has happened to us. Yes. The question is, what do we do now? Right. So that's where young people need help in just looking at the possibilities. Right. There are many possibilities if they will just be creative and think about them. Yes. But if we've never given them that chance, if their brain is so messed up with video games and a constant stream of information, you know, they just can't think. They can't see outside of that. Yes. Uh, so we really need to help them uh, make progress in this area. Absolutely. And when we look at that, our ability to offer choices for careers, we we have that. Yes, we do. Uh, no matter where they've been, they can start over again. Um, we have a, a cap- uh, capacity to prevent and treat diseases. We have... Um, antiquated prejudices of race and, and and gender which i'm worried about them coming back but hey <laughs> we have we really have come a long ways in that area yeah. um and we have an opportunity to make money and enjoy options in life if we can just get past being a victim yes so talk about that a little bit
2: Sure, um, and I think it's interesting, you know, it, it, it discusses, it says, the data indicates that young people's belief that they have control over their own destinies has declined sharply over the decades. Yes. So despite those those things that you just mentioned I there, know. you know, our young people still um, have adapted kind of this victim um, mm-hmm. mentality. And so it poses a question, like, who's really in control? Yes. And, um, you know, basically... There's questions um, that students were given, and it asked them to respond um, the, to the questions, indicating whether they felt the answer was externally determined, which means someone prescribed the answer, gave mm-hmm. it to them, or internally decided. So, in other words, you know, if the issue was determined by fate or by the person involved. And if they feel empowered, students strongly lean toward internal answers. Mm -hmm. So they felt that their success was under their control. If they don't feel empowered, students' answers tend to lean toward external factors. They feel as if success is beyond their reach. Mm -hmm. And then you have
1: hopelessness. Then you have hopelessness. Yes. And you have a victim. That's right. And then you have depression. Yeah. Then you have depression. And anxiety. and anxiety yes <laughs> <laughs> absolutely so we really need to help them see that there are many possibilities and they can do this mm-hmm. but one of the things i'll go back to time and time again is they cannot be on those smartphones all the time taking off, consuming information they yes. got to get off and see their life the way it is that's right <laughs> you know yes. um, so i really like this that if students don't feel in control of their lives then the more they depend on those external factors and the more angst they experience and more they're more likely to feel like the victim yes so we have to help them get out of that uh, so what's the bottom line sir so the bottom line is
2: you know students do not feel like they're in control of their lives some adult or some other factor um, might be in charge and so we need to empower them to take charge of their lives and then secondly, students are overwhelmed and no longer feel they can make choices that matter or they are afraid of choosing. So we okay. must help them to take those risks. Also students are overwhelmed and somehow drift into a fatalistic attitude where they abdicate their right responsibility to choose for themselves. And so we must equip them to know how mm-hmm. to make wise and independent decisions. And then lastly, students must be encouraged to try new things, risk failure, um, explore new horizons without thinking they'll lose out on future
1: opportunities. I love it because we really, the basic thing, we really need to help them grow up. Yes, we do. They need to be wise thinking citizens. Yes. In our culture instead of totally dependent on mom and dad or what the teacher says. That's right. You know, so we have got to help them grow up. Absolutely. Uh, so I, I believe a new era is on its way. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is Catherine Wood. I'd like to thank you for listening today. Remember to contact us through the website at the under local programming or relationships under construction.com in the contact section and ask questions or just let us know that you're listening. Like us on Facebook, help us maintain and add to our over 1000 likes. Uh, We hope you will use these programs to discuss these very important topics with your children and grandchildren. Keep the lines of communication open. This generation really wants to hear from you, and they are counting on you. So we hope that you will leave a legacy to make your family proud.
0: expressed on this program are those of the host guests and callers and not necessarily those of salem media group staff management or advertisers three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells